Evidence and Answers. Evidence and Answers is a Christian apologetics ministry led by Dr. Pat Zucharan. Pat provides compelling messages from top apologetic scholars defending the Christian worldview and provides valuable resources for every person seeking answers to life's questions, as well as addressing key issues of our time. Serving to equip Christians who want to effectively engage their world for Christ is our focus. Is truth relative or is it absolute? Today there are two competing definitions of truth. Christianity is built on the precept that truth is absolute. But most of the culture today believes that truth is relative. You're tuned to Evidence and Answers radio broadcast with your host, Pat Zucran. Pat is an author, teacher, and international speaker in the area of Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. Today, our host, Pat, will be sharing from his weekly YouTube show, Question of the Week, explaining the fallacies of relativism and how to share absolute truth with a relativist. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of Question of the Week, a ministry brought to you by the Honolulu Christian Church and Evidence and Answers. So if you're in the Honolulu area, I encourage you to stop by on a Sunday and come visit us here at the Honolulu Christian Church, or go to my website at evidenceandanswers.org and read many articles we have there on topics of science, faith, religion, ethics, philosophy, theology, and a whole lot more. Fantastic website there. You can listen to over 500 uh, radio shows that we have recorded and are on there. And it's just a great resource for you. So stop by Honolulu Christian Church or stop by our website there at Evidence and Answers. Well, our question for this week deals with truth. What is truth? Is truth relative or is it absolute? And today there are two competing definitions regarding truth today. Is truth absolute or relative? Now, Christianity is built on the foundation that truth is absolute, while the culture teaches that truth is relative. And the majority in the culture adhere to the ideology we call relativism or that truth is relative. Now, let me first begin by defining the two terms absolute truth and relative truth. Absolute truth means that something is true at all times and in all places. It is something that is always true no matter what the circumstances may be, whether the majority of people believe it or not, regardless, it's true. It is a fact that cannot be changed. For example, a triangle has three sides. That was true a thousand years ago, and it's true today, and it's going to be true from here on out. Two plus two equals four. That's true in Africa. That's true in China. That's true in the United States. That's true around the world. Or there are no married bachelors. Well, that's truth statement that's universal right it's true around the world it was true a hundred years ago and it's true today right so these are statements that are all true by definition so absolute truth is truth that is true for all people in all places at all times now the classic definition of truth is this truth is what corresponds to reality right truth matches the facts 
So if the statement, God exists, is true, then it's true for all time and it's true for everyone. Even if people reject the idea or say, I don't believe in God, if it's true, then it's true whether people want to believe it or not. Well, what about truth that is relative or relativism? Well, relativism is the belief that absolute truth does not exist. Only truths that a particular individual or culture happen to believe. So relativism says truth is true for some people, but not all people. True in some places, but not all places. True at some times, but not at all times. Truth, in other words, is what I perceive it to be. And if truth is relative, then the statement, God exists, gets the response, well, that may be true for you, but not for me, right? You hear that often, true for you, but not for me. Now, let's talk about the nature of relativism, okay, or truth that is relative. This ideology of relativism is built on the worldview of naturalism, that God does not exist. Right? And if God does not exist, then truth originates with man, not with God. Truth is created then by man. It's created by the individual or one's culture, okay? if God does not exist. So if God does not exist, the relativist may have a case here. All right? Truth is a matter of perspective, and each culture or individual defines for themselves what truth is and each culture or each individual will define truth differently according to their background or their perspective. And since each person's perception is different, no one is all-knowing, all-seeing, perfect in knowledge, then we come to the conclusion that no one can have the truth. Truth, then, is invented. It's invented by individuals and it's invented by cultures. Therefore, the relativist concludes there's no such thing as absolute, universal, or objective truth. Since truth, then, is rooted and created by man and finds its source in man, it is inseparably connected to individuals and cultures which continually change. We continually grow in our knowledge and understanding. So truth continues to change. And since truth is a matter of a group or an individual's perspective, one's attitude or one's beliefs can change a statement of truth. And the final part of this is language. Language is a man-made construct and cannot convey accurately objective truth since it's a cultural creation and it is flawed. Alright, so that's the basic premise of relativism or those who teach that truth is relative. Basically, if God does not exist, then truth finds its source in man. Alright, and man creates truth and since man is not all-knowing and all-perfect and truth is rooted in man or in one's culture, then one cannot say that they have the truth or that truth is absolute. It's just a matter of perspective or opinion. Consequences of this ideology 
are pretty severe, as you can probably tell, right? A culture that denies or embraces relativism really is drinking its own poison. Latest surveys show here in the West that the vast majority, over 60% of adults believe that truth is relative. And over 90% of young people, college age and under, adhere to relativism or believe that truth is relative. Now C.S. Lewis stated in The Poison of Subjectivism, he said that relativism will certainly end our species and damn our souls. Philosopher Peter Kreff states, there has never been a society of relativists. Therefore, our society will do one of three things. Either disprove one of the most universally established laws of all history, or repent of its relativism and survive, or persist in its relativism and perish. Alright, so a culture that embraces this false ideology of relativism really ends up drinking its own poison. Because truth is one of the most valuable and one of the most powerful things in existence here. And it's absolutely critical we know the truth and we live according to the truth and we know how to discover and find that truth. If truth does not exist, then what happens when two people or two groups have a disagreement, conflicting ideas? How do we resolve that? What is truth? How do we determine who is right and who is wrong? If truth is relative and created by individuals or cultures, we really cannot determine truth from error or right from wrong. It ends in chaos. For example, our recent election here, we're trying to determine what? Truth. Who truly won? And we're assuming then that truth is absolute and it can be discovered and we can determine who the winner is. If there's no way to determine truth, if truth is relative, how are we going to determine who is the legitimate winner? It's going to come down to might makes right. Who can impose their will on the other? And conflict is inevitable. All right? And that's what you're seeing now. So relativism is a very dangerous ideology for any culture or group or even individual to embrace. Here are some reasons why truth is absolute and not relative. Relativism fails, all right? Fails on many fronts. First of all, relativism fails because it's built on the worldview of naturalism, where man is the measure and God does not exist. Now, if naturalism were true, if atheism were true, then the relativists may have a case. However, as we showed in previous shows, and you can go to our website at Evidence and Answers or previous question of the week videos, and you see that the evidence is pretty compelling that indeed God does exist and we live in a theistic universe. All right, The evidence I think is much more compelling that a personal God exists than that a God does not exist. So truth finds its source in God who is truth. John 14 6 Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Truth originates with God and it reflects the character of God 
who is in his very nature truth. God reveals truth to the creatures he created in his image and since we're created in the image of God we're capable of understanding his nature and truth of his created order and we're designed to know it and to discover it and to live according to his truth. Okay, so although the fall may have tarnished our ability to comprehend the truth perfectly, it didn't eradicate our ability to know God and know the truth. There's enough of the image of God in us that we can identify truth. And language, language originates with God and it's the mechanism he ordained by which to communicate his truth. So although we're in a fallen state and not perfect, language can still communicate truth. It can still convey concepts, all right, that communicate facts that correspond to reality. Truth exists. It is undeniable. Though language may be flawed, it can still communicate truth. I remember I was at the University of North Carolina and there was a graduate student in the sciences and I talked about truth what I was presenting here and he objected and he said truth is relative not absolute alright and he said language is flawed and language cannot communicate truth and he said what do you mean by father you know I mean what, what do you mean by that someone might think of an alcoholic some might think of a wife beater some might think of a loving dad what do you mean by father? You see, language cannot communicate truth. And uh, I paused for a moment and I said, let me repeat that to you. Language cannot communicate truth. And he said, yes, that's what I said. Language cannot communicate truth. I said, let me repeat that for you again. Language cannot communicate truth. He said, that, that's what I said. Language cannot communicate truth. I said, I'm going to repeat it one more time. Language cannot communicate truth. He said, yes, that's what I said. And I said, is that a true statement you just made? And he paused for a second. And I said, and did you just use language to communicate a concept that is true? And he paused for a moment because uh, he knew he had just contradicted himself. He had just made what we call a self-defeating statement. All right. So then he looked and he said, well, okay, what I said is partially true. And I said, all right. Language cannot communicate truth. Which one of those four words is not correct? You know, he paused for a long time. All right, then he finally sat down because he realized he had just contradicted himself. Second, relativism fails because truth exists and it is undeniable. To say there is no such thing as truth is a statement of truth. To say no one can know truth is a statement of truth about truth, okay? It's a self-defeating statement, okay? To say there are, there's no such thing as truth is a statement of truth. And I remember at a conference there in Manila, I was asked that question and it totally caught me off guard because I thought this guy was asking a trick question. But when he asked, he said, how can you say Christianity is true when there's no such thing as truth? And I paused for a minute because I, I thought he was joking, all right? But then he was serious. And I said, there's no such thing as truth? And he said, yeah, truth does not exist. And I said, is that a statement of truth you just made? 
and he you know realized his self-defeating statement there to say there's no such thing as truth is a statement of truth right so relativism fails because truth exists and it's undeniable and third as you can see from the examples I gave relativism is a self-defeating position alright it shoots itself in the foot to say there are no absolutes guess what that's an absolute to say relativism is true for everyone everywhere makes one an absolutist you see truth exists it's undeniable and we know contradictory statements cannot be true at the same time and in the same way that's called the law of non-contradiction and we apply this law every day we are created and designed to know where there is contradiction then there is error we apply the law of non-contradiction every day I mean you can't have a coherent conversation without applying the law of non-contradiction alright if you come up to me and say what is your name and I say I'm Pat Zucaran but I am not Pat Zucaran okay well who are you well, I just told you I'm Pat but I'm not Pat you can't even have a coherent conversation without applying the law of non-contradiction right we apply it all the time okay and relativism is self-contradictory and it ends up being self-defeating and it fails the test of practice alright in other words it's not livable no one can live as a relativist and no one does alright they cannot even live out their own premise I mean we acknowledge absolute truth every day right when you go to the cashier and you hand him a twenty dollar you know and he says it's five dollars and you hand him a twenty dollar bill you're expecting what that he would know the truth and you would know the truth and you'd get the exact change fifteen dollars back if he gives you ten dollars or if he gives you five dollars in change there's gonna be a problem there we acknowledge absolute truth every day when you go to the pharmacist you better believe you better hope he believes that truth you know is absolute okay when you look at your bank statement you better hope your accountant and uh, the person the teller there at the bank believes that truth is absolute we acknowledge right and wrong every day you know I remember talking to a young man and woman here and we were talking about right and wrong and they said well it's all relative it's all relative homosexuality may be wrong for you but it's right for me all right polygamy may be wrong for you but right for me it's just a matter it's, it's just a matter of opinion all right but I asked them where were they going they were marching in a black lives matter parade and I said why are you marching that parade and they said because racism is wrong and I said is it wrong for me you know to be a racist they said yeah it's wrong for you to be a racist I said well is it is it wrong for that guy to be a racist they said yeah I said is it wrong for that woman over there to be a yeah it's wrong for everyone to be a racist I said that's an absolute I thought you just told me everything's relative you know and they were caught for that I said if everything's relative okay if right and wrong is relative what are you marching for then you know and they were kinda caught there and I said you're pointing to an absolute standard of right and wrong All right so truth is indeed absolute morality is indeed absolute there's an absolute standard of right and wrong okay so it's a self-defeating premise and it is unlivable so what is the truth on truth well the definition of truth is what is truth is what corresponds to reality it's faithfulness and conformity 
to the facts. Truth is rooted in God, who by his very nature is truth. Remember John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Truth is absolute. God's truth is true, and truth is true without exception, and it does not change. Beliefs change, but truth itself does not change. Truth is universal. It applies to all people, in all countries, and in all cultures. Truth is unchanging. It can be conveyed across time. Okay? Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of God endures forever. Since truth is rooted in God, and God is eternal, truth is part of the very fabric, character of God, then his truth is eternal. Truth is knowable. God is the source of truth. He is the source of objective truth about himself and his creation. And God's truth exists independent of anyone's perception, bias, or feelings. Okay? Truth is narrow and exclusive because truth excludes its opposite. Right? Remember the law of non-contradiction. Opposites cannot be true at the same time and in the same way. Right? That's the nature of truth. Truth is narrow and exclusive. If God exists, then the premise God does not exist cannot be true. All right? If in 2021, Pat Zucaran is alive, right, then I cannot be dead. 2 plus 2 equals 4 and only 4. Not 8, not 10, not 20, not whatever I want it to be. All right? A triangle only has three sides. Oh, how narrow-minded, how exclusive. Well, that's the nature of truth, okay? When you go to your pharmacist, you better expect, he, you know, and you better hope he has a narrow view of truth, okay? When you give him the prescription, all right, he better get it right on the dot, all right? And when you ask him, well, how many pills should I take? And he says, oh, Take one, take two, take, take whatever you want, all right? It's all relative. You'd go find another pharmacist immediately. If you go to your accountant, you better hope he has a narrow and absolute view of truth, all right? If you say, well, how much taxes do I owe this year? He better know the exact amount you made and how much you owe, all right? If he says, well, we don't really know how much you made. It's all relative. You owe 10000 maybe 20000 Well, maybe you get money back. Well, who cares, right? You would, you would immediately find another accountant. Truth by its nature is absolute. It's objective. It's narrow. And it's exclusive. That's the nature of truth. So truth is absolute truth is not relative let's end with this a question here it says how can I share with my friends that truth is absolute and not relative since most of them reject the idea of absolute truth well one of the best ways we've kind of been showing it here in this presentation my professor Dr. Norman Geisler called this the roadrunner technique okay the roadrunner technique where you know the roadrunner the coyote is chasing the roadrunner and, and the, he's running as fast as he can to catch the roadrunner and suddenly the roadrunner comes to the edge of a cliff and stops and the coyote runs and 
he goes right off the edge of the cliff and his legs are still moving but then he realizes there's nothing under him and he goes right down so he calls this the roadrunner technique in other words you point out the self-contradicting nature of the claims made by the relativist by turning the their statement back on themselves and we show you a couple of that in this presentation for example when the relativist says there's no such thing as truth well you turn it back on itself and say isn't that a statement of truth that you just made when the relativist says there are no absolutes is that an absolute statement of truth that you just made okay so you turn that example back on itself. It's one of the most effective techniques that's out there. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us here on Evidence and Answers radio broadcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you would like Pat to speak at your church, Bible study, or perhaps hold an apologetics conference, give him a call locally in Hawaii. That number is 483-0586. Or you may contact him through the Evidence and Answers website. That's evidenceandanswers.org. To keep broadcasts like Pat's on the air, we rely on generous support from you, our listeners. For the opportunity to donate, head on over to our website. Once again, that's evidenceandanswers.org, and you may do so right there online. You'll also find we have a wide variety of resources available to you, everything from atheism to Zen Buddhism, including articles and additional audio, free to listen to or download. So be sure to share our website with those around you. Join us again next time on the air or online as we provide compelling reasons for faith in Christ. That's Evidence and Answers with Pat Zuccarat. Hey!